Welcome to this week's album, a book club but with music. Every Wednesday during a discussion that is streamed live on Twitch and YouTube, we discuss this week's album before then picking the album for the following week. Enjoy our discussion on this week's album. If you're listening on Spotify, you can listen to our Spotify exclusive episodes where you can hear some of the songs we discuss. Not too bad in yourself. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm a little bit tired and I can see on our Twitch stream it's a little bit laggy, but it will do. Um, anyways, so this week's album was Safe by Visionist. So as part of the, the Great Mission, we were on Electronic. And I must, uh, we had a brief conversation before tonight, me, yourself and Piggy. Discussing mm. the great mission and how it's going so far. It's going. <laughs> it's, it's going. It's going. And I have to say, I'm curious to know how some of our listeners are feeling because we're feeling a little bored out already by the great mission. Um, there's been a few rough weeks there, in there, a few rough albums in there. Yeah, a few good albums, but a few rough mm-hmm. albums. Well, and we we knew it was going to happen. Like we, but I don't think either one of us, piggy aside, I don't think either one of us thought that there were going to be such big clusters of genres that they they were just rough, like to get through some of those. Yeah, and it brings up a good conversation about the process we've been using for picking albums. Really, we were we originally said that the Great Mission was to find genres that piggy likes, Um, Mm -hmm. but ultimately what happened was we were just randomly picking albums from a list of genres and forgetting try find albums that piggy likes right that's pretty much what happened yeah we uh we kind of coasted for a few weeks there and didn't put in a too much actual effort because that randomizer was doing the work for us mm. and right. also real life got in the way for, for myself <clears throat> uh, i will yeah, say yeah. um between work and personal life yeah just things yeah. got in the way and i kind of let the the this week's album kind of dropping priority, so apologies for that. Um, I, I am so offended. <laughs> <laughs> no, sure. Look, we're here now, right? We're we're reevaluating how the Great Mission is going and getting back on track. Isn't that ultimately what's happening? Yeah, yeah, it is. And um, I think the new method that we're going to try going forward for a little bit is going to be a little weird at first for some of our listeners. Um, but I think it's going to be more effective in doing what we originally wanted to do, which was find music that we could share with Piggy that wasn't just his genre that we thought he might enjoy. True, true, true. And it's not that weird, but let, let, let's kind of discuss it real quickly. So do you want to explain it? Like, again, it's not that different. No, it's know. not. So obviously, as all our listeners know, who everyone who's out there, welcome all. Um, we use a certain website to go through a list of genres. And then we were using a randomizer button on there to give us three albums, and we'd usually choose from them. Now, there's been some issues um, through our research. This was a great band-aid. It worked perfectly to start, but it wasn't a long-term solution. The, the randomizer is specifically from the UK, so it's missing a big chunk of the world. It's only made from 2014 up, so it's missing a big chunk of time. Um and, and generally speaking, it just like Greg said, we weren't picking albums 
that we knew Piggy would like. We weren't putting our best musical foots forward with our music knowledge that Greg and I have to try to complete the great mission. We were just taking what the randomizer gave us. So going forward, we're going to go through the list. We're going to have a list of genres, not just from that list, but we will use that if we need to just for easy access. And if any of our listeners out there have any genres they want to hear, put them in the Discord. And we may go in order alphabetically. We may jump around a little bit. But each week, one of us or both of us or all three of us or or all of us, even the listeners included, we're going to try our best to selectively pick an album to listen to. And the next part is where it gets a little wonky because after we selectively pick this album, and like I said, this week it's just me. I took a genre to myself and I have picked the album. Um, you know, and some weeks it might be just Greg. Some weeks it might be Greg, me and Piggy all come together and make a decision. Um, now, Greg, you have to explain this next part because this is the part where I'm a little lost sure. because we did just talk about it. Uh, Piggy's going to listen to the album? Yeah, so we're, we're now going to start putting effort into picking an album that we think Piggy would like. Piggy is going to listen to the album. He might not listen to it all. He will listen to a song or two and just say, look, you completely hit the mark. But he's going to attempt to listen to the album. And he's then going to let us know whether or not he liked it. And if he didn't like it, he's then going to suggest an album for us um, for the following week and saying, right, here is an album I like and here is why I like it. And hopefully we will start to learn and understand a bit more about Piggy's taste in music. And yeah. therefore, each week, Every time we're suggesting a new album, hopefully we're learning more about what type of albums you might like and hopefully getting closer to suggesting good albums for them. Right. Uh, And a good example is um, this week, and I'm not going to spoil what album, but I can tell you guys the genre. This week, I will be taking the blues genre. So I have a blues album picked out. uh, One that I have worked very hard to curate, and I very much think that Piggy and Greg will both like it. And if Piggy listens to it and doesn't like it, he'll come next week. And like Greg said, he'll explain why. And now will Piggy be coming with another blues album or will Piggy be coming with. Right. That's something we have yet to. That's what we have to work out right there. That's the last bit guys that we got to work out and we'll figure that part out, but everything else is pretty much laid out. It's going to be fun because we're also going to get a little more of the pig man back here. Everybody loves Piggy. We all miss him. His vacation time is almost up. We we got to start making him work for his pay again. Sure, but remember, nothing's set in stone, so he won't be on every week. And um, it's just one of no. those things that sometimes he will choose to come on and say, "Right, here's why you missed Mark, and here's why you missed yeah. this." I'm sure there's also going to be other weeks where he'll just WhatsApp us an album and say, "Look, here's where you missed the Mark, um, and here's the album I picked." Thus, it's look. Yeah, life, who knows? Life gets in the way. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it, it's gonna be fun. And like I said, and Butter's out here. Welcome, Butter. Uh, and hey, you know, Peggy, we see you out there too, buddy. And if you got anything to say to add to it, just throw it out in the chat right now, so we know. Or just jump in the goddamn call, and we can talk about this. <laughs> but you know, Butter said right there, musicals. Yeah, great idea. Musicals are not on the list that was there. Throw it in the Discord. Uh, one of us can make a channel. Or Butter, you're an admin over there. If you want to make a channel for suggestions, go for it. Um, and as well, like we were just talking there a moment ago about how to, like, how I haven't been committing 110% to the podcast lately. So, with that said, 
Um, I obviously am going to start putting more effort into it again and sticking to our routines of Wednesdays again <laughs> where we can. Not make like because it's it's gotten messy over the last while. It's my fault, no one else's. Um, picking, no, it's not true. It was me the one week. Yeah, but picking different days and I haven't released last week's podcast yet. So <laughs> like I need to get back to the routine of doing the stream every Wednesday and bringing the podcast out every Friday. So. I'm catching up this week, and then we'll be going forward. I'll be sticking to the routine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and guys, don't get you know hung up if I do blues and next week Greg picks Zimbabwean rock. <laughs> like the alphabetical order at this point is kind of a moot point unless we just yeah. want to do it. Um, we all have our specialties, and there was no reason we needed to handicap ourselves with that list. Um, because in the end of the day, Greg and I know music pretty well. And we both have, like I said, our specialties that we really understand. And the goal is to have Piggy enjoy this stuff. So we have to really use our skills. And it's it's a fun challenge for me and Greg, too. Hang on. Let me just kind of touch on something there. You know music really well. I listen to a lot of music, but I know <laughs> jack shit. <laughs> Uh, no, no, that's not true. Butter, you don't have those perms. Hang on a second. I- I'll fix that later, Butter. <laughs> Come here. On that topic of knowing music really well, right? Here's mm-hmm. something I wanted to discuss about this week's album, right? Oh, now we have, do we have to talk about this album? <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's things that I want to discuss about, right? So, Go ahead. This week's album was called Safe by Visionist, wasn't it? Wasn't it Visionist? Yes. Yep, yep. Um, and the genre was electronic. So, first question is, did you listen to the album? I did. Oh, you did from start to finish? Yep. Go you. I didn't think I would, but I did. Um, I was holding holding out to listen to it until tonight, and then I first song in, I really was like, no, actually, I'm not going to listen to this album. Second <laughs> song in, I was like, no, I'm really not going to listen to this album. But then I was like, no, go on, just give it a chance, give it a chance. Yeah. And people in the Twitch stream as well, let us know if you listen to the album um, or not. But so, with this album, right, Jake, so the, the genre being electronic, would you be a fan of that genre yourself? I don't, I don't think so, um, personally. And I don't know, I mean, <clears throat> if you or the chat have any examples of, popular electronic bands that maybe i might know or like something like that that i could pull up a memory of but like honestly this might be my least favorite genre of music so far i might dislike this more than noise rock yeah i I can see that and like for myself i remember the sufjan stevens album had a bit Mm -hmm. of this but i was singing on it as well you know Um, and i remember how badly the sufjan stevens album went down so i knew this album wasn't going to be liked either and yeah. Sufjan Stevens released an album a few months ago, which is purely instrumental like this. Um, and I think it was a four-disc album. So, oh. yeah, so you would also hate your life listening to that. I mean, um, no, because there were only, that was, that was a specific, I've listened to Sufjan Stevens. Uh, <laughs> I've listened to some of his individual songs that no, weren't kind of, on that album, and yeah, I enjoyed him. No, he is a great musician, but I'm saying he has an electronic album like this that he... Uh, that you, you will hate if you don't listen like so, to them. So a little sidebar here real quick, because I do love rehashing and relearning about some prior artists. Um, 
is he kind of like Wayne where he has a different genre almost to each of his albums? Not quite, no. Um, he's ultimately an artist who wants to evolve. Um, mm. But with his most recent album, the one that is purely instrumental and four discs or whatever, mm-hmm. he wrote that after his dad died. Was his dad. Oh, okay. I think it was his dad. Yeah. So his dad died during the lockdowns or whatever. So after that, he made this album, you know. So I guess that's just how he felt at that time. Like his, in my opinion, his best album is Carrion Lowell. I think I pronounce it. Um, I've never heard anyone pronounce the album. I've only ever read it on Spotify. <laughs> um, Carrion Lowell, I'm gonna say. Um, but it's a fantastic album, and he he made that after his man died. Um, okay. So he made his best album after his man died, in my opinion. Where when his dad died, he went to different. He, he felt like making a different style of album, you know. And it's just mm-hmm. I wouldn't connect with you or myself ultimately. But oh, Carrie and Lowell. Carrie and Lowell. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I looked it up to see. Yeah, Lowell. That must yeah. have been his dad's name. Fantastic album. Fantastic. Yeah, I'll have to give it a listen. But you know, back to back to this. Yeah. Uh... So back to this, right? <laughs> so what I'm genuinely curious about is because you're. You're, you actually have a musical knowledge, right? A knowledge of music. So yeah, when you listen to this album, are you able to sit there and appreciate? Butter makes a good point in the chat here, and it's kind of I'm I'm at a loss for words, and I'll try to I'll try to grow my comment off of what he said. He says this album, music, sure, enjoyable music, where. Mm. Yes and no to Butter's comment, and yes and no to your comment is yes, this is somehow music by every technical definition, but this is not. The, the, where is the robot that was glitching out when they put a microphone up his ass? Because that is what this sounds like. Like, I can't, my brain can't click this into place. Like, it doesn't work. There's no structure. There's no juxtaposition of music against like art or like music against lyrics. Like there's nothing to bounce it off of. Like it just, no, it was just bad. And I genuinely think this might be now. uh, I genuinely think this might be one of the worst albums I've listened to this whole time. But that being said, I don't want anyone to think I'm belittling this artist or this album because I don't know anything about electronica music and I don't think I could ever appreciate electronica music just because my brain doesn't enjoy that jumpiness. It's so, I don't know. I can't, I can't think of a tactile word to say to describe how it makes my brain feel like fuzzy. Like there's a mosquito in my skull just buzzing around. Like, I don't know. But I did do some reading real quick here. Okay. And I did find out that this album is his debut. Right. But it's also described as a personal portrait of anxiety. Okay. okay. So before you go on there, that's what I wanted to discuss, right? So let me just explain really quickly my experience with this album so far before we get on to that topic. So listen to this album tonight. Um, I was listening to it on my phone. And okay. the first song in, I was like, this is awful. Second song in, I was like, this is worse than the first song. Third song in, I was like, okay, not quite as bad. It's starting to kind of get a bit better. I'll give it a bit more of a chance. So I'm sitting there thinking, when am I going to turn this album off? 
I got to the sixth song, it's called Sincere. And while that song was on, I was sitting there going, This is actually a good song. And I was thinking to myself, I want to listen to this song properly. So I stopped it, went upstairs, got my headphones, and just chilled on the bed, listened to it. And I thought the song Sincere was really good. Now, I was hoping that that meant the rest of the album was going to be good. Um, yeah. No, not necessarily. But it was one of those things that I was... A- By this age, I've read nothing about the album, right? Mm-hmm. But I was able to sense there was this transition from start from the start of the album to the sixth song. And I could see the transition going. I just didn't know what the transition was, you know? Um, so... But one thought that came to my mind was that one of my favourite albums, I'm not saying it is my favourite album, but one of my favourite albums is uh, The Empyrean by John Frusciante. Okay. The reason I say it's one of my favourite albums is because I listen to it a lot and, like, active listen to it a lot. More, like, I probably active listen to that album more than any other album, you know? Um, which is, I, before I go to bed, I would go upstairs, put the headphone on, and just pay attention to that album. Um, and I remember years ago when I first heard the album, I think I think it was this album that was described, this is how I treat this album anyways, I, I think I heard John Shanty describing this album as um, the type of album that you need to sit in a dark room with no distractions to listen to, you know? And that's how yes. I treat the Empyrean. But the reason I bring that up is because I started thinking when I listened to that sixth song, could this be like the Empyrean where I can see myself sitting in a dark room with headphones on and just paying attention to this album, you know? Now, ultimately, the answer is no. I can't really see myself doing that. But I was able to kind of just sit there for a moment and and consider it, you know? Where yeah. the song before that, I was saying this is one of the last worst albums I've ever heard. So my point being here is it changed from being one of the worst albums I've ever heard to something that actually I get what's happening here. It's just not for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell your friends to follow us, and we can have our "It's Just Not for Me" emote soon, folks. That's and welcome, funny. welcome, Belfast. Bell just stopped in, so he's been redecorating and cleaning. Didn't get a chance to listen to the album. You didn't miss much. Then um, that's just my opinion. Um, and 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 I see what you're saying, Greg. Structurally, I get this album in a sense. I see where it went. I saw the flow of like the tones and the. I don't want to call it mood because I can't. I can't tell if this has any mood to it or not. No, I, I, I'm with you there, right? So this is the thing. This is why I wanted to talk about music production here or, or your music knowledge because mm-hmm. ultimately how I feel with this album is like it sense a change. It was getting better, I guess is what I would say. And it wasn't until I read up about the album that I was able to understand what I was sensing. So what okay. I was hoping to hear is what you said there is about being a personal portrait of anxiety. Like, if I didn't read that, I wouldn't have came out with that whatsoever. And is that, like, can you? Do you, do you genuinely think people can sit here and listen to Alan and come away thinking, without reading anything, go, hmm, I feel like this is a personal portrait of anxiety. Like, this, no. isn't, this isn't me trying to poke holes. I'm genuinely curious. Can people sit there and come away with that? No. Uh, so a lot of the music that I've always experienced... Um, 
that actually causes anxiety does so through uh, certain types of syncopation, using certain types of triplet rhythms or switching time signatures to keep your brain guessing on what's actually going on. And to, to a layman, it would mean changing where the beat is or like, you know, you're going one, two, three, four, and then all of a sudden you're going one, two, three, four, like, and you're punching all these weird emphases. And that's what it, this does to an extent, but this doesn't do it in the classical sense of like pulling the music to make your emotions. The, the way that that works and why that works so well with traditional music, changing the time signature and changing the syncopation and the rhythm is because <clears throat> there's long drawn out notes there's tones there's overlapping harmonies and when you mess with them just a little bit it can cause the brain to just go well hey, right wait something's not right here wait that's wrong but with this music it constantly feels like that and sure maybe you have anxiety for a song or two or you feel that way you feel a little elevated heart rate but after two songs <laughs> it's like you're just expecting it well, I feel like with this album, though, to be fair to, um, what's his name again? Huh? Visionist. To the guy? Fair, Visionist. To, to be fair to Visionist, I don't think the entire album is supposed to be, like, anxiety slash panic attacks. I think right. it's, like, from what I've read is that it's the early onset, the, the, the feelings of anxiety, and then the aftermath of anxiety. So I think... I think the reason why I dislike the first two songs so much is probably because that's probably the onset of the anxiety and um, that he's describing. Where as he starts to like um the aftermath, I think that's where I started to enjoy and feel a, bit, a sense of calm for myself or whatever. Um where I've obviously clearly in my head I felt uneasy with the first two songs, but towards the end I just started to feel at ease with the album, is ultimately how I described my feelings with the album. Yeah. Uh, we may be having a slight lag. Uh, when I say slight, it might be like a couple minutes. And Chad, if that's the case, uh, somebody tell me when you hear me say, a slap in the face big time. Uh, <laughs> and I'll put that man. in the chat. No, I mean, if it's that big, but it's going to make knowing what they're trying to talk about, we can a little more difficult if we're trying to keep up with the chat too. So. Cool. Um, so what were we saying then? Hmm? What were we talking about? Uh, how this may not convey his his entire intention for the whole album may not be to convey anxiety, but maybe it was just a sporadic feeling he wanted to inject into the album. And I can see that. I can uh, once we talk about it. But like you said, could I have ever known that without us sitting here talking about it? Fuck no. Like, could you? No, absolutely not. And I was hoping. Honest to God, because like, I was thinking today, like there are genuine instrumental songs or or albums that are either, either are instrumental or heavily instrumental that I really like, mm-hmm. and I come mm-hmm. out feeling certain emotions. But mm-hmm. this album, I wasn't coming out feeling any sort of emotions, or, or was I able to understand what he was trying to convey mm-hmm. without reading that up, you know? Okay. See, I... <laughs> I took a lot of composition classes when I was studying music. So meaning I learned how to write music. And one of the things you're taught 
and this isn't something most people are naturally good at. I was not naturally gifted at writing music. I was good at other things. Um, so one of the things you're taught is how to do what you're talking about, how to make emotion through the use of all the tools at your disposal as a writer. It's just like an author in a book. You can use certain ways of writing things, certain paragraph lengths, certain shit. I've heard, I have a friend who's an author and I heard him once talk about how he had the editor of his book, because he's a published author, indent. You know how when you start a new paragraph, you indent the paragraph? He had him indent it more or less depending on what he was trying to come across as saying. Because he, he, and he swore up and down, the longer it was, he could build the suspense without using that classic dot, dot, dot ellipsis at the end of a sentence. He could use this other tool. And music's the same way. Like, there are so many writing tools at the disposal of the composer to build these emotions like you talk about. But again, with this stuff, it's so hard to grasp. It's noise. It just feels like fucking noise to me. Sure, but that's why I was more so fascinated today when you said that you dislike this album more than your album because I remember you specifically disliked the Noise Rock album, which is the album that I liked. And, yes. And clearly I'm sensing, of, like, look, I'm not saying I like this album, but I'm just saying I didn't dislike as much as you did, right? Oh, yeah, no, but, no. But... Um, like the minute I read that this album was described as a personal portrait of of anxiety, I was just like, of course it is. Like we're Ireland's number one musical mental health podcast, you know. <laughs> of, course of course we, we are. Of course we randomly pick an album that's about anxiety, you know. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I guess the fact that I started like I hated the first two songs, and then by the end of it, I didn't hate the album anymore. I think what I'm learning here is that stuff like noise rock and stuff like this, I somehow am able to like um on like I'm somehow able to think okay I can understand what they're trying to do but it's just okay. not for me you know like like noise rock one I like yeah. this one I didn't like. But I was able to understand, like, right, there's something here. It's just not for me, you know? Sure. I guess my point there is, like, that ultimately I didn't hate this album. And I give him a lot of respect for what he's made here. I'm just not the audience. Which is very different to me saying this is an awful album, you know? Like, to me, this isn't getting, like, a one or two. It's going to get a bit more than that, you know? Yeah, and I I don't remember when I ranked the Noise album. Um, you know, our, our statistician is here. Uh, he But he wasn't there for that because he started a new job, so he might not have those rankings for us. Um, but I'm not saying that... It, I'm having a very hard time, and this is like... This is classic Jake. This is what... You know, the viewers tease me about what you guys tease me about. I always find something good to say. I always find the positive in the music, the effort the artist has put in or, you know, did he convey what he was trying to convey story wise with his lyrics or, you know, emotionally with his um, 
with his music or his lyrics, anything. The technicality of the drummer, if everyone else is shit. Like, but I'm having such a hard time with this one. And I actually listened to this album twice. What? I listened to this once sitting at my, well, you know, where on my couch with my table and my laptop, sitting here with my headphones on, just like I am right now. I sat here and listened to this album. And I was like, okay, maybe this isn't something I want to sit and focus on. Maybe this album needs another listen. Maybe this album needs a listen as background music to my life, to what I'm doing. So I mowed today. I needed to get some yard work done. I have a big ass riding lawnmower, so I need some headphones and I always have to have music. Otherwise, I'm going to go fucking deaf. So I threw it back on. You know, I figured, hey, let's give it another go. The lawnmower was making better noises. <laughs> and again, I don't mean this to insult the artist or fans of this music or anything. It's just for me, I do not mentally, my brain does not comprehend this music. Okay. I try to find sense in the madness and I can't find any sense in the madness. I could find sense in the noise rock madness because that drummer was so, he was just that consistent glue. But I I can't with this. I, I think... You've kind of described it perfectly there for me, Dennis, because I was the opposite. I was sitting down listening to this album and I was using it as a distraction while I was like playing on my phone or whatever. And then, as I mentioned earlier, then I thought to myself, you know what, I'm going to go upstairs and listen to this with my headphones on. So mm-hmm. having it as background noise wasn't working. But the minute I started to listen to it with headphones on, I started to appreciate that there was talent here. You know, where, where electronic music, I genuinely thought I w- it was going to be the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. But when I used as background noise, I couldn't appreciate the talent. But when I started actively listening to it, I was able to appreciate the talent, you know? Or as, mm-hmm. you, as you said, started making sense of the noise, I guess. So we yeah. both had, we both, I just find it fascinating how we both kind of. But sorry, did you enjoy it more or less when you were actively listening to it? When I was actively listening to it, significantly less because my brain was trying to pick it apart and figure out what was what and where everything got placed, like from a technical standpoint. And I couldn't. And it fucking frustrated the hell out of me. There's where it goddamn portrayed anxiety. (laughs) Like it gave me anxiety because I was sitting here trying to literally break this down and I couldn't do it. I mean, I could if I wasn't, it, I, I'd need a goddamn whiteboard. Like, I would have to sit here and, like, literally work like a college fucking dissertation. Okay, interesting. So, did you have a favorite song on the album, or was it just so bad that you could No, no, wait. I actually did. Hang on. I'm tr- I don't remember the name. I got to look up the list of songs. Give me a second. I usually have this pulled up. Um, did you? Yeah, it was the sixth song, Sincere. That was my favorite song on the album. Let me let me pull the list back up. One second. It was the one right before the really short one. I liked. Oh, I liked two of them actually. I thought that was one six-minute song. It's two three-minute songs. Nine and ten. Too careful to care and tired tears awake fears. I, I I don't know why. I just I could listen to them again, but I'm not gonna offer this music up to anybody. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't suggest somebody listen to this. Um, like, you know, I've already suggested people listen to the album you had, your favorite album. Like, I've already suggested music off of that album. Like, I, I, I could never do this on this. I even have a friend who really likes punk rock and really likes noise rock and stuff like that. I even suggested that album. Like, I couldn't do it with this one. Yeah, I can't imagine I'd ever recommend this album to anybody, to be honest. But saying that, like, I can picture this type of music being the type of thing that people who would describe themselves as art fans would happily pay to go to a small venue and listen to him perform this. Now, I don't even know if him performing this is pressing play and standing back or if he's going to do things, but like, I could see people sitting in a room pretending they like this. Yes. Well, and that's the exact thing. This is, God, and I, I say this and I sound like such a judgmental asshole. This is hipster music. This is shit that like people who want to seem like they're up on the scene or they're, in on the newest shit will listen to but they're in the club they're not listening to this shit they're they're dancing they're high they're drinking they're talking to their friends like i and i know because that was me at one point in my fucking life like i am well aware of how this goes like and that doesn't make it good music just because it's popular i don't know this this music will i think this genre will frustrate me until the end of time yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm ultimately we're not a fan of that, John. I think it's safe to say. Um, yeah, absolutely not. So, oh, nice. You see what Belfast says there? It's a good compliment for you. Go on. It says I have suggested Greg's album to a family member. He means the devil and God's reaching inside me, nice. and they like and they like it. Very nice. See, and that's part of the point of this whole thing is if we can give one other person a good experience with music, if we can spread that joy. A little fucking bit. We've done our job. But maybe, like, I was also having a conversation with um, someone recently about our podcast or whatever. And what I was saying to them is that, like, it's interesting how we, we changed from being the podcast to the Twitch stream um, with the Discord. And I was saying, I think that's ultimately kind of best fits what we're trying to do because we're trying to generate discussion and getting other people to listen to the same album you know so to see that that's working there with people listening to the same albums and discussing it and discussing with other people it's good to see yeah it's wonderful and guys trust me down the road y'all wow did i just say y'all y'all no we will at some point have guests on the the cast like Belfast, I, Butter, like uh, Feldo can't be here tonight. But you, you guys, your time is coming. Trust me. There, we're looking forward to having guests too. Like it's just a matter of time. Now, come here. Did you have a song on this album that you absolutely despised? For me, it was the second song, and really didn't like it. Um. Hang on. <laughs> I got to bring the list back up. I keep closing it because I keep looking up things to talk about no, for the to... next album. No, because no, there was it. one. I got, I only know by how far it is from certain other things. 
I didn't. Oh, I didn't like the title song in this album. Safe. What, what song is that? That's number seven. The one after the oh. one you like the best. Okay. So let, let's let's kind of um, get to the point here. Right? So this album, do you think people would like it? <laughs> no. no, God, no. What if he did? <laughs> would that not fuck our entire process up? Like you and I would have to sit and talk for three weeks. Like, okay. <laughs> What the hell are we going to do now? <laughs> like, no, I absolutely do not think Piggy would like this. I I may not appreciate the lack of depth in Piggy's love of music and how he oh, he's boxed himself in and we're trying to get him out of that box. But I don't think this is the hole, the cut in the box to bring him out. Like, no, definitely not. Definitely not. No. Come here. So let, let's get to the point. What did, or let's get to the chase here. What would you rate this album? Well, you want to get to the point and roll another joint? No. Uh, anyway, no no more lyrics. Uh, you know, I am going to rate this album a, th- a two and a half. Okay. I was going to rate it a three. Again, and th- when I heard you almost saying a three there, I was like, that's not the worst album you've ever heard. Um, so, and my reasoning is he that he's getting a two and a half. Is because yes, hello, Pippin. For our listeners, the noise in the background is not a baby. I do not have one of those. It's a cat that's crying. Um, the only reason he gets a two and a half is because the little information I could find about this guy is that it, when it comes to his art, he sticks to his. He he don't give a shit. He makes what he wants to make, what he's passionate about, what he loves, and I can respect that. At the end of the day, as an artist. But um, I do not enjoy his music, so it's a, it's a two and a half for me. It's interesting for me. I, on first listen, without knowing anything about it, I would give it a three. Um, I like I said, I started off despising it. I thought I was going to give it a one, but then I started to kind of like I said, I had those one song I enjoyed. By the end of it, I was able to appreciate that there was talent here, and um, it just wasn't for me. And I never, mm-hmm. I don't think I like. Actually, I might listen to it again just to see how I feel about it, knowing what I know about the album now. Um, but ultimately, I don't think I would ever consider myself to, like. If you ask me in a year's time that like has this been on my rotate rotations, I don't think it will ever reach that point. I don't no. think I will ever listen to this album no. outside of like in the next seven days, and I don't think I'll ever listen to Visionless again. Now, with that said, um. My rating on the album changed the moment I read about the, the what the hell this album is trying to do here. So, like yeah. I said, I gave it a three before knowing anything about it. But then when I read up about how it's basically a portrait of anxiety, a personal anxiety for a visionist, I was able to see that in hindsight. Um, I just couldn't make sense of that before that. Um, sure. So, ultimately, I... My final rating for this album is a five, which I think is a oh. bit generous. It is a bit generous. I do, I do think that teacher. No, it is a bit generous, but you have to, or sorry, I have to at least sit, like, like I said, before reading Adam about it, I was able to sit back and appreciate that, that there was talent there. It's just not for me. But then re- reading up a bit more about it, yeah, it brings it up to a five. That's fair. It's like when I watch, I've, what was that film I watched? Um, the musical where the Jets in it, the, 
What's that one called? <laughs> West Side Story West Side. with the Jets in it. Yeah. You tell anybody who wasn't in that musical, like I was, the Jets, and they're going to think like some war musical. <laughs> so, so I I only watched that during the lockdown, and I thought it was one of the worst movies I've ever watched in my life. But I know it's highly regarded as a good musical slash movie. Um, I guess with this while I don't enjoy it, I can understand that there's talent there and I can see other people like it, just not me. That's fair. So, long story short, in reality, it's a tree, but I'm being generous and giving him a five. Okay. No, I can respect that. I completely can. I've done the same thing. Like, I've given people higher ratings out of just like straight up respect reasons, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's the same shit we do if this was an, a, a book called for fucking books we were reading. Like, if you respect an artist or an author or you respect what he wrote about, like, or he stuck to his guns or the technical skill of his craft, there's nothing wrong with giving him a little boost. Mm. I, 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 firm, I firmly believe that. But I also firmly believe that nobody can get satisfaction out of this album with no context, where context no. is required to get some sort of satisfaction out of this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. Oh, that was an interesting week. It was. So, um, and people, we know people in the Discord didn't really listen to this album. Can't blame them. So, what they, have you got next yeah. week, Jake? All right, guys. So, I'm going to give you a little rundown here, and then I'm going to tell you what's going on after the stream. I'm going to do this all in once. So, if you're here, if you're around, pay attention. Because there's a little bit of details you need to know for after the stream. Because Greg is going to be gone and we'll get there. So next week is is a genre that the generator skipped. It's near and dear to my heart. Next, next, next week is a genre that forms the base of my musical love, skill, knowledge, everything. And we're doing blues. Yeah, I grew up before you go on as well. Tease it out and give us all a chance to guess what album it is, right? Oh, I will. I will. Uh I I grew up listening to a lot of blues from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. 50s blues is basically jazz on crack, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, and it, it really does. It forms a lot of the base of what I, I know about music. So I, I spoke to one of the people who taught me everything, not everything, but a lot of things I know about music. And it's my father. My father suggested we listen to this person that he has recently discovered. Now, my father is almost 70 years old. For him to recently discover something is saying something. Um, he recently discovered this is an artist that is younger than Greg and I. This gentleman is younger than Greg and I. And that's big in the blues world. Um, he is considered to be what is essentially the next incarnation of B.B. King or the or Dwayne Allman from the Allman Brothers. We did the Allman Brothers week. He's considered one of the most technically skilled guitarists in the last hundred years. Um, this, this, this man is going to, when he gets to be older in the next 10, 20, 30 years, he is going to change the landscape of music. Um, there is no doubt in my mind about this. Um, he also is so good, and this was actually big news in the music world, when he recorded his first album, the studio band 
who was a very long time studio band used for, I think they had been playing for 20, 30 years together, quit their studio job and started touring with him as his band. Like he is that good. Like they knew that this was the future of blues. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I am excited as excited gets. I genuinely think that Piggy is going to like this because the lyrics of blues music heavily influence rap. The beats in blues music heavily influence rap. Like we're talking, these are the progenitor progenitors of the style of music that Piggy loves. I also think you're going to love it because the lyrics of blues music are so intricate. They're, they tell a story. They tell you. They take you down this trail and lead you through while there's just this pulsating, beautiful music playing in the background. So I was thinking that you're probably going to suggest like a mod, like you keep going on with the white stripes. So I was thinking you're probably going to suggest the white stripes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then as you were talking, I started to think that you were going to suggest the lead singer. I can't remember his name right now, but well, I know it's not who you're suggesting, but just explain my mind process here. I was thinking you were going to suggest the lead singer from the Black Keys. I just can't remember his name right now. He has some solo stuff that's fantastic and oh. like ultimately bluesy, you know? Um, yeah. And the also latest the... album is very bluesy. <laughs> you love, you love Ohio groups, don't you? The Black Keys are also from Ohio. There you go. Ohio is my <laughs> second home. I haven't even been there, eh? It's Dan Auerbach and Patrick Carney. I don't know which one you're talking Dan, about, but it's Dan neither. Auerbach, yeah. yeah, it's not him. Oh. Um, that's I, hilarious, I though. Us, so that's why I knew it wasn't him. I think he's younger than me. I think he's older than you. Right. Oh, no, he's older than I am. Lord. Yeah. Okay. So, so who is it? And how did your dad discover him? All right. So <clears throat> I'm going to give you all little, very brief details about my father. My father is retired now. Uh, mil- military man who uh, was part of the Vietnam War, uh, he ended up long-term basically finding solace in uh, working out and and listening to good music. And he found this guy after he retired, finally, and was working out one day, and he just was, he was tired of the same old, same old. He was looking to develop his interests, and he heard about this guy. And this gentleman's name, the, the lead singer, the guitarist that I've went on about, his name is Marcus King. And he is not related to B.B. King. So the, the uh, person that you're suggesting, his name is Marcus King? Well, the, the lead singer of the band is his, and oh, guitarist. Oh, okay. The guitarist, I was, his name is, Mar- the band's name is the Marcus King Band. So, but it's it's a whole group. I mean, you can't, like I said, that instrumental is that background group that band that he plays with was one of the most well-established studio groups ever and they dropped their fucking studio contracts and went with him because he is just so good um he's 25 years old and when you think of blues you don't think about blues you or, or about or when you think about blues you don't think about blues when you think about blues you don't think about young people you think about the old grizzled man sitting there on the stool with his leg up my wife left me yesterday <laughs> and then my dog Jesus dug a hole like, 
this is not it. Like this is, you are going to feel something from this. I promise all of you. Um, so my dad called me. He knew I did this podcast. He's seen one or two of them. He watched the uh, Almond Brothers episode. He watched the Doors episode. I think he's watched a couple more. Um, and he was, he just kept saying, Jacob, 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 when are we doing Blues Week? When are you going to do your roots, what you know, what you love? Uh, we'll get there, Dad. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, then the genres came along. We skipped the bees, and he was like, all right, son, you did something wrong here. <laughs> so finally, we're getting around to it. And the album from the Marcus King band that we're going to listen to, no, it's not Marvin King's song. Marcus King is a pasty white dude who might be paler than I am. And, um, you know, has the dumbest grin on his face all the time. He's got long Jesus hair. He's got no facial hair. Like this kid is, he is a baby faced bluesman and it is wild to see him and then listen to him. Like this is not the voice that comes out of this person kind of thing. So the album we're going to listen to is his newest one. And the reason I chose his newest one is because they're all originals. Some of his earlier albums had some covers in it, and the covers are fantastic. A lot of blues music is covers. It's just what it is. Um, so we're going to listen to Carolina Confessions. Interesting. I like the sound of it already. By the Marcus King Band. And we're going to we're gonna come in here, and either we're all going to be really pumped up or we're all going to be really depressed. That's blues for you. It's one way or the other. But <laughs> I, am, I am super, super, super excited. I am, too. Um, so, nice. believe it or not, I've never listened to this full album. I've listened to songs off of it, but not this album. Uh, I am blindly trusting my father, but if the man taught me enough about music that I'm here, I think, I'm, I, think I can trust him. I think we can all trust him. And we, we like the album brothers as well, and we had that on, so let's see. We did. On. Yeah, and the doors. Um, so real quick for everyone who's listening right now before we get into the outro, because Greg's trying to get he's had a long ass couple weeks. Uh, you heard him say, like the, the poor guy's worked enough, he needs some rest. Um, we will be doing an after show. It's going to be a little different and it might be very, very short. Okay. We're gonna be doing an after show over on this channel. Okay. Y'all come over after we're done here. I'm gonna post it a bunch. And you stop by there. That's Butter's channel. Butter and I are going to play a couple of rounds of Heroes of the Storm. We'll talk nice. to you guys a little bit about the album. I don't have too much time in me, but I got a little bit of time so we can all hang out a little afterwards. Um, nice. I like but, that. That's yeah. a good show. That's a good idea. Mm. I just, you know me, I'm not techno technologically as skilled as you guys. I can't. <laughs> I'm not going to just get a stream up and running. So, but. Yeah, I mean, like I said, and I'll say it again, I'm super excited for next week. It's going to be a juxtaposition of this week in the sense of, like, this is very technically sound music. This is very well-written lyrics that are meant to tell an actual story. Like, it's going to be good. It's going to be real good. Thanks. All right, go on. Do the answer, Jake. The fuck? God, I got to do everything. You did, you did, guys, Greg, Greg sent me a message and said I have to step my game up so please send all the love my way I am a terrible coach no I'm just kidding I know better no guys no we love y'all we'll see y'all next week this week we listen to Safe by Visionist 
for Electronic Week, I don't know what the hell to tell you. Greg liked it, kind of, and I respected the guy's effort. Um, next week, Carolina Confessions, Marcus King Band for Blues Week. Gonna be fun, I promise. For the after show this week, head on over to twitch.tv slash Apples. The link is in the Twitch chat. We're going to be uh, over there playing a little Heroes of the Storm and talking to you guys for a little bit. And we look forward to seeing you.